Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Hey, friendo, Steve here. Hey, Lars. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to. SummerSlam 2022 is in the books. The first major pay-per-view and really what, like the third or fourth actual like TV program mm-hmm. under the new Triple H uh, head of creative regime. Yes. The Triple H era um, di- has not disappointed so far. Uh, SummerSlam 2022, I thought he did make the creative splash that it had been rumored that he wanted to uh, to make. And mm-hmm. I thought it out the gate, Larson. I know you and I uh, were both hoping that we'd get some symmetry with SummerSlam with uh, Bianca and Becky, maybe a 25-second match. That didn't happen. Instead, we got a phenomenal, yeah. Yeah. phenomenal match yeah, between really the bell. two. Yep. And what's even more telling is who showed up afterwards. A lot of people were expecting returns. Well, we got three pretty big ones. Bailey, and she's got a faction with Io Shirai, now Io Sky, and Dakota Kai, who came back after getting released um, a little while ago. Yeah. Um, and that sent goosebumps yep just i had goosebumps man um i thought SummerSlam was a really fun show everybody seemed like the 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 wrestlers just seemed like they had an extra i know i've got called out on this by saying this too much pep in their step yeah there was an energy about it what what was your what's your initial thoughts you know it seems like in uh now that triple h is running running the show it's like everybody it seems like there's a weight off everybody's shoulders everybody can relax everybody can just (sighs) 
you have you have Drew coming out there just dropping a promo. Just I don't know, just because to remind everybody, hey, he's got that title shot. Everybody just seems more relaxed. And you watch uh, Triple H talk to the press after the tryouts over this weekend. Man, yeah. And he's talking about the benefits of taking care of yourself. Of right. Sleep. Right. You know, and, and, and it's it's great to see that there's somebody in charge who doesn't demand everybody work 18 to 20 hour days. You know, yeah. that these are human beings, you know, you and know, they need rest. Yeah. They need to recover. They need time off, you know, and they need to spend time with their families. And yeah. that's cool to see. I know I'm get, we're getting a bit off track. We're supposed to be talking about SummerSlam here, but it just, it, the, you watch that bit with Triple H, you see how everybody is relaxed. You hear about how he wants to take creative ideas from everybody, whether you're a wrestler on the creative team, maybe cameraman Stu that got knocked over today during the main event. If he's got an idea, maybe he could pitch that to Triple H. It just I'm feels interested like, in what cameraman Stu has exactly. to say. Exactly. It feels like a collab, a truly, I know we're three shows into this, so, you know, at first, for right now, it feels like an easygoing collaborative environment where the wrestlers are being put in position to do what they do best, which is tell stories in the ring and put on phenomenal matches. And apart from one bout tonight, I thought every match was at minimum very good. And like mm, yeah. the one that wasn't, it wasn't necessarily, be, it was just because the story they were telling wasn't terribly captivating. It wasn't because- Talking about Liv, Liv Ronda? Yeah, it wasn't like the performances of the ring were bad. They weren't. Just you know, the story, it, the story didn't aim to establish Liv as champ. It, 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 the story was, let's turn Ronda heel. It was, and also, I you have to wonder if, look, there are going to be some things that will take time. I know, I know that the sort of running joke up until now has been wait and see with WWE, which mm -hmm. became sadly a running joke yeah. because oftentimes it was not a wait and see thing. You have to at this point with Liv Morgan, I'm willing to give some benefit of the doubt. You know, man, talking about the culture of the WWE, I think is, is actually a good place to start because this is such an important show because mm -hmm. of that. As as much of a fan as I was of CM Punk, what he said at the convention or Comic-Con or whatever yeah, yeah, yeah. that sort of made the rounds. I'm sorry. I, and I, I understand that he's had negative experiences with WWE. We all yeah. know that. He was yeah. very vocal about that, yeah. obviously. Yeah. But it's a bit on the corny side in my eyes what he said. How can the culture change? He doesn't think the culture is going to change. I'm sorry, man, but evidently he has not paid attention to a single one of the wrestlers coming out of NXT over the past five or six years that have talked about the culture of NXT being one that felt collaborative, that had they had the freedom, and we all saw it. That's what we liked about NXT mm -hmm. is that everybody seemed happy there. Everybody mm -hmm. had you know the freedom there um, uh, to, to pitch in their ideas. Everybody seemed to love working under Triple H for the mm -hmm. most part. I'm sure mm -hmm. there are probably some exceptions. Yeah, And we all know CM Punk hates Triple H, but... Come on, let's not be so disingenuous that you're ignoring wrestler evidence. after wrestler after wrestler yeah. Yeah. giving evidence that that's not the case. And now it's 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 the entirety of the company. Mm -hmm. And that infected that <laughs> infected that was infused into SummerSlam, which came off as, yes, that it wasn't all perfect. It's not all tens. No, but. Um, there did seem to be an energy about it. Even, and this is kind of interesting, these little pot shots that we're noticing yeah. with Corey Graves talking about Michael Cole being able to express his opinion now and Michael yeah. Cole validating that on air. Yeah. Um, I, Dude, I don't know if this is a situation where Triple H is like, look, these, these men and women need to know 
that I have their back mm -hmm. in a way that Vince never did. Mm -hmm. And to demonstrate that, I'm going to let them get these pot shots in. I'm going to encourage yeah, these little be. pot shots, and I'm fine with that. I don't yeah. think it's petty at all. I think it's, hey, we're in a new era, and the people need to know that these uh, 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 you know preconceived notions that we've had about Vince McMahon, these things we've heard about him, are gone. Yeah. It's not in the DNA anymore, yeah. Um, and that's something I'm happy about. And I think that SummerSlam reflected that to a large degree. And I'm, I'm, I, dude, I caught myself saying this. This is corny, but I caught myself saying this during the broadcast. I said, I can't wait to see Raw tomorrow. I know you never say that. We never say that. Nobody says We're that. We're the show named after Nobody Raw. Nobody says that. <laughs> but like Bailey, yeah, exactly. Bailey. Uh, Io Shirai and Dakota Kai come out. Yeah, I want to know what's going to happen exactly. on Raw tomorrow. Exactly. I do. You see, you Absolutely. See Bianca's response to the three of them coming to the ring. And we saw Becky, her 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 rival for a year, step up into the ring to, to get her back, too, mm -hmm. in the face yeah. of this yeah. new faction. Um, So much of the show, and not just in the ring, commentary, we saw a lot of small changes. Um, it, it felt more spontaneous, which would make sense. We don't have a seventy-seven-year-old, uh, 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 your seventy-seven-year-old boss barking orders to you the entire show if you're on commentary. Uh, we heard referee names for the first time right. in a long time. We had heard that was a vincism that that yeah, that, yeah wasn't allowed. Uh, I, we heard it like you mentioned earlier, the cameraman, cameraman Stu. We found out what the cameraman's name was. That uh, can't be a coincidence, right? No, it doesn't seem like it. No, it just feels like everybody's looser. They're encouraging spontaneity. Um, they're allowing people to be themselves, mm -hmm. yeah. and when you put, you know, when you put people in a position to do their jobs, be themselves, mm -hmm. odds are you're going to get good work. Yeah, and if this, yeah. if if they're fostering a creative environment back there, and and a collaborative creative environment, and everybody is invested, mm -hmm. I mean, you're going to see you're going to see WB's fortunes turned on a creative level. And, and he's, you he's sorry, because this one point again. And you you watch Triple H's comments to the press after the the uh, tryouts, and that's what he says: so "We're going to turn this thing around." Mm -hmm, yeah. And you see the show tonight again; it's not perfect, but you see the show tonight. You see, uh, again, none none of the outcomes were surprises. Mm -hmm, yeah, but the journey to get to those outcomes, by and large, were really enjoyable. Yeah, um, and if they can keep the matches interesting, it's it's sort of like an AEW where. They tell the story. You kind of see where it's going. You're there for the journey, not the destination. You know, yeah. and and yeah. some stories with twists and turns are nice, but so long as you get interesting stories to get you emotionally involved in the matches that lead to good matches. As a wrestling fan, I can't really ask for 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 much else. You know, and and here's the thing. Also, is that as we learned in NXT, Triple H loves twists and turns. Mm -hmm. He's all about telling stories that lead from A to B to C, not from A to A to A to A to A to Z. Mm -hmm. which is actually a fairly accurate representation of Vince's booking mm -hmm. philosophy. Mm -hmm. um, uh, he, forget, and, he apparently forgot he did A five times before he did A again. Exa exactly right, yeah. Um, so, uh, so yeah, like you said, I, I would much rather, I understand the symmetry of Bianca versus Becky being 25 seconds, but I would much rather see what they can do in a mm -hmm. stadium show, mm -hmm. um, you know, uh, in front of, Forty-eight thousand people, apparently. Yeah, and also if he, if 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 Bianca had beat Becky at twenty-five seconds, like that would have left Becky sour, as opposed to okay, we just had a twenty-minute match. You bested me. After all this time, I hats off to you. You know. Yeah. And you yeah. wouldn't have had that moment afterwards where they ha they shake hands, they hug. Yeah. Right. And it seems like they're really sharing some 
heartfelt, genuine words to each other. And that you have the moment hug. where she, I know. Yeah. And you have that, and, Af, and, and Bailey and Dakota and EO get to come to the ring, and Becky uh, has Bianca's back. That's just good stuff. EO, I can't do, I, I honestly, I can't, <laughs> can't wait to see where this goes. And it's been decades, mm-hmm. decades since I've felt that way. And I don't know, maybe maybe it'll be a huge ball drop. I don't know. But like you said earlier, you know, there's a great, I, I, I know I retweeted it because I was, it's, it's such a breath of fresh air. But listening to Triple H talk about besides you know sleep, yeah. but uh, you know hey I got big shoes to fill, but I'm anxious to to get started on this story, and he's sharp, and he's forthcoming, and he's doing these media calls, mm-hmm. and it's everything you want out of a guy who look this is our job, but we're also big wrestling fans, and this mm-hmm. is the biggest wrestling promotion in the world. It's the one that we watch the most mm-hmm. every single week. Yeah, I want it to be good, and I want the guy running it to have a sharp mind. To be transparent, to be open, yeah, and and that's what Triple H has demonstrated this entire time. So I'm, man, and again, like I said, maybe it'll be a colossal ball drop and it'll suck, but um, I'm going to totally give it the benefit of the doubt and 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 give it the opportunity because when NXT was good, God damn it, it was good. It was good. It was it really was. good. It was yeah. really good. It really was. It really was. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Um, let's talk the main event real quick. Because it was a mess of a match. It was absolutely bonkers. It was bonkers. Uh, is a good, yeah. Uh they didn't necessarily take the, the match all over the stadium, but what they did in the ringside area, some of that was stuff that you just hadn't seen before. I'd never seen a tractor uh, almost flip over the ring, sending Not Roman sure. spilling to yeah. the floor, you know? Um, yeah. Theory. See, he, he had the right idea, especially once the tractor lifted up the ring. He's like, okay, obviously I can't cash in after the match because if I do it after the match, I have to do it in the ring. Mm-hmm, yeah. Well, the ring's, you know, like a 45-degree angle. That ain't going to work. So he mm-hmm. comes down, tries to cash in, Blast Roman with the briefcase, and rather than blast Brock with it too, he tries to hand it to the the referee. Then Brock F fives him on top of the briefcase. Uh, Theory's taking a nap the rest of the match. 
Mm-hmm. Um, oh, congratulations for winning predictions again this month. It all hinged on that Mysterio's judgment day one. I should have stuck to my guns, picked Mysterio's like I did in our predictions video. I overthought. You know, it. man, uh, you collapsed under pressure. Uh, not shocking. Not the first time it's happened. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. You know what? Right now we're uh, three to four. Yeah. In predictions, but right now Enforcer has a, a pretty substantial lead, and this dude knows how to. Uh, in 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 basketball, there's the uh, the the look away pass. Yeah. And uh, an enforcer is the look away predictions expert when it comes to New Japan. Mm-hmm. He just it's 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 like you know he just he channels something. I know. You know he channels uh, Antonio Inoki, and uh, and he just puts him out puts him out in the world. And right now he's up on both of us uh, substantially. Exactly. Still a lot of G one left. G one, of course, is what we're doing our our, our full uh, August, predictions yeah, for. Yeah. But uh, for August, so this is probably going to be you know I, I'm not I'm not confident. That I'm going to carry this uh, after you know this month after August, yeah. But maybe I can when we go things go back to normal. I can get it back. Uh, but yeah, no, it's good. To, it's good. To, it's good to, 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 to get it back. Well, here's to the back. thing: if if I was if I if I if I felt like my standing in the G1 was better, I might have mm-hmm. picked different and cashed in my money in the bank briefcase to win this time. But I don't feel mm-hmm, good yeah. about August. And do I just want to have the belt for one month and, and then send it to the enforcer? No, I'm going to save that briefcase. And use it where it's most beneficial. I want to close out the year's champion. Money in the bank, right there. Yes. So, anyways, uh, back to money in the bank. Theory didn't yeah. do it right. He didn't. He didn't cash in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. At all. Um, yeah. There was that. Uh, I thought one of the better matches of the night, and there were a lot of good matches. The Miz versus Logan Paul. Man, it was a lot of fun. And look, this this is not gonna make me uh, a fan of seeing the Miz on my TV. Uh, it's not going to make me. It's still not going to make me want to see Logan Paul just because he's honestly he's a, he's a part timer. I'm not sure if he's going to be around now. If he's around for four months at a time, and they come come up with some compelling stories for him, I could be turned around regardless of what he's done, you know, outside of WWE. Um, but you got to give credit where credit's due. The dude has put in the work. He nailed. Uh, a, a, a splash, a five star, a, a frog splash onto the, onto the announce table on Miz. Yeah, just hit it perfectly. That was crazy. I did not expect that nope. to be the the entertainer match, you know, because there's also the McAfee thing, which was also pretty good. But I thought they they did a pretty good job with that match. Yeah, and it was crisp. You know, mm-hmm. like was, the yeah. the McAfee match was was fun. Um, it wasn't as crisp as the Logan Paul Miz one. Right. That, that match yeah, was crisp. Yeah. And you know what? Honestly, it kind of goes back to if you're going to do a celebrity thing, Miz is your guy. Miz can carry somebody else. See, time and time again, he's done this. Mm-hmm. He can carry somebody who's got less experience. And as long as they've put in the work, which Logan Paul clearly has, the oh, yeah. dude looks like a WWE yeah, superstar. He does. He, does. he um, really does. Yeah, it, it was pretty impressive. Anyways, let's go ahead and well, uh, before we get to the our, our oh, recap, yeah. let's talk about this real quick because the okay. we, we talked about a lot of the high points and there's a lot. And we mentioned the low point, Ronda versus Liv, and I don't want to give them uh, the short end of the deal based on their performances because I don't that wasn't the issue. Like they had a story they were supposed to tell in the ring, and they did that to the best of their ability. I just didn't think it was a story that benefit benefited Liv all that much. Who is your new champion? Had the title for a month. And yeah, maybe the, the the idea is that well, we want to turn Ron to heel so that it even ups the odds on Liv even more. I just felt like to really hammer that home, they needed to give Liv a little more glimmer of hope in this match 
because there is a really small window where she did much of anything on the offensive end. Otherwise, yeah. Ronda dominated the entire bout, and it was you know, uh, the referee not paying attention that led to Liv get, getting the win. Um, and it just, I, I, I understand the end goal and the, what it was, and they achieved it, but in the process, I, I just didn't think it made Liv look like a terribly, right now, compelling champ. So here's here's my take on that. I, I agree with everything you're saying. The thing is, though, when you walk into a situation, you're Triple H, you walk into a situation, Liv Morgan, I'm sorry, has never been booked very strongly Mm-mm. at all. There is nothing that would suggest to me, and I know, look, I get it's wrestling and you write this stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And you say, oh, go out there and Ronda, number one, I don't know if Ronda can go out there and be tasked with making somebody look stronger than her in the ring, you know? Liv Morgan has never been booked strong. She seemed to be the kind of person that Vince recognized, oh, people seem to like her a bit. We're going to go ahead and put this briefcase mm-hmm. on her, even though she ain't really booked all that strong. Mm-hmm. I never really got the idea that Liv Morgan could, be, could compete with like a Charlotte or a Becky or a Bianca or a Ronda, and yet she's the champion. Mm-hmm. And so I'm thinking that understanding this, Triple H put Liv Morgan in this position to make Ronda look dominant. Liv squeaks out this victory where she tapped out quick. And well, she didn't tap gonna, out quick. It, it took three arm bars from Ronda. To yeah, get yeah, that's to okay. That, that that's a good point. That's a good point. But she still, honestly, she didn't win the match. You know what I mean? Like she didn't really win the match. She tapped out. Yeah, yeah. And and that's in keeping with who Liv Morgan is. Mm-hmm. But can you start her along the path of a story? Because exactly. I do think that they probably yeah. see her as a future big name, big yeah. face. On par with Bianca, who's that right now? You start this story where you get her to that point. Because they never told that story with Liv Morgan. Like, so randomly, she'll put in a good performance in the ring and she'll get a win. Because she's she's very creative in the ring these days. I think she's a, she's a really good... She's developed yeah. into a really good wrestler. Yeah. But I wonder if this is one of those things where it's like, okay, nobody's going to believe that she can take down Ronda clean. So let's tell that story of her getting there. Um, and that's 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 what I think about this. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I'm not assuming this is going to be a situation where this is the match. This happens, and 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 the rematch is going to be more of the same. I assume there's a story being told here, and I think the first beat of that story they want to tell is turning Ronda heel, mm-hmm, because yeah. turning Ronda heel it, it just increases the odds against Liv even more. Because yeah. now Ronda's mean, yeah. and 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 I understand all that. I just there's like the short bit. So between Liv uh, getting out of a couple arm bars and then like hitting a crucifix bomb, that was kind of all she really got in. Mm-hmm. Um, like if she had had a more sustained bit of offense through the middle portion of the match, mm-hmm. I'd have been like, oh, okay. Here, she's kicking it into a next gear. Maybe she has a chance. Because even though she hit mm-hmm. that crucifix bomb, there's like once it was established that Ronda was dominating this match, it's like, okay, well. Dude, she just, she was schooling her left and right. Exactly. And- Liv has to be written to get to that point where she can counter that kind of stuff if she's going to be taken seriously as a champion. Otherwise, everybody's just going to be waiting for Charlotte to show up and take the title mm-hmm. off, for which mm-hmm. we're in a different era now, so I don't even know if that would be the case. Um, but, uh, but yeah, there was also some kind of interesting, just sort of as an aside here, and I'm not sure if you wrote it in your notes, so I just want to sort of bring it up here. Mm. But we did notice um, during the commercial breaks for Peacock, there were several video packages mm. that ran. 
First one, I believe, was for Brock. There was one for Roman, but then the one after that was for Kevin Owens. It was a very extensive video package. Charlotte got one, too, and I don't know if they did any more after that. But I look at that, and I'm wondering, uh, specifically with Kevin Owens, is this guy in line for a pretty big push? We know Triple H loves Kevin Owens. Yep. Yep. We know that. He basically handed him the universal title. Well, he Maybe literally we'll find did, yeah. out. <laughs> Maybe we'll, he literally did. Maybe yeah. one day we'll find out what he said to him in that uh, I know. Uh, hallway I know. that one time. Um, so, yeah, that, that's kind of interesting to keep an eye out. And, again, it's it's very um, – uh, it's it's uh, it's heartening to see because I, we're both big Kevin Owens oh, fans, and I don't Kevin think Owens he's fans, even. Yeah. I don't think he's come close to reaching a ceiling in WWE. No, no, not yet, not yet. All right, let's get into it. Show opened up with uh, Becky Lynch versus Bianca Belair. Uh, fantastic bout, match of the night. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Um, Becky early on is working Bianca's arm. Um, and then at one point, Bianca hits Becky with a glam slam, and I hope Becky's fine. She took a a, a bit of a rough landing on that, landed on her shoulder. It looked like she, she was selling it the rest of the time. She was selling too. it. Hopefully, it was just selling. Yeah, um, yeah. So that about half, really, yeah, yeah. So about halfway through the match, uh, uh, they're on the floor. Uh, Bianca hits a KOD. She tries to pick up Becky to get her back in the ring, but you know she's worried about the ten count, so she just says, "All right, I'm just gonna go in the ring." Becky just barely beats the ten count. Uh, we saw Becky do some new stuff here. She did that like flipping stunner thing off the second rope. That was awesome. Yeah, that was cool, yeah. Um, she hits a manhandle slam. Bianca kicks out of that. So Becky's looking for a super manhandle slam. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bianca reverses that into a Spanish fly, then hits the KOD to get the win. It was an awesome finish. It was a spectacular finish. It was really great. So after that, Becky comes up to her, offers her her hand. Well, we know what happened mm-hmm. last time. Uh, but this time Bianca takes it because it's clear that Becky has come to the realization. It's written all over her face. She's come to the realization. Bianca just has my number. She yep. is the better wrestler. Yep. Um, and uh, and so Bianca takes it. They hug. And you see the look. You get a glimpse of Bianca's face. And it's emotion. Mm-hmm. It ain't acting. It's emotion. So they hug. Bailey's music hits. So the, uh, uh, Becky leaves. Bailey's music hits. She saunters down the ramp, and it's pretty obvious halfway during her uh, walk on the ramp that she's still a bad guy. She's like yeah. running people down in the crowd, giving people you know, thumbs giving down, thumbs yeah. down to people. Yeah. So uh, she comes down. She's followed. Then Dakota Kai's music hits, and then Io Shirai, who now has been dubbed Io Sky, uh, comes out after her. So Bianca's sitting there looking like, oh, God. Oh, I've with got every person, th- she's getting more and more nervous, yeah. Yeah, yeah. She's, like, scratching her head like, what do I do here? How should I react? Should I get out of here? What's going on? Mm-hmm. Bailey yells at Bianca. She's like, uh, she says, what do you think? I'm an idiot? You think I'd show up here alone? And then they're all three standing off with Bianca. Becky gets back in the ring and has Bianca's back. Yeah. Oh, pretty man. Great. It was awesome. Uh, and then uh, and then Bailey, EO, and Dakota, they all back off and leave the ring. Yeah, it was great stuff. Yeah. Great. Uh, then we got The Miz versus Logan Paul. I mean, we can go through, list off all the crazy athletic things Logan Paul did in this match. 
for a second match, he's remarkably, I won't say polished, because... Ah, polished? Polished. But this match was pretty crisp. There, I mean, there was a couple little clunky spots, but nothing really worth mentioning. Um, yeah. But, yeah, like the uh, Logan hits a standing moonsault at one point. He put on a figure four uh, pretty uh, uh, effortlessly. Yeah, yeah, on The Miz. Who on The Miz, who, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, not uh, so much. Not so much. Uh, Miz got some, he hit this great-looking draping code breaker. Uh, at one point, Logan hits a blockbuster off the second rope. It's a lot of really good stuff. So, uh, at one point, Logan hits Miz with a back elbow. So the Miz, or the, sorry, the ref goes over to check on the Miz, and then Champa uh, gets on the apron to try to hit Logan. Well, the ref spots it. He tosses Champa from ringside, and damn it, Champa's the best. He just says, he is. "No." Yeah. He just goes and grabs a chair, sits down, and says, "I ain't going anywhere." I love this. Ver- I, I, I really like this version of champion. It seems like he's getting split off because he's not leaving. AJ Styles comes flying in, attacks him. They go over the barricade and just brawl their way. We don't see him again. Up into the through crowd. The crowd. Yeah. So we're getting ourselves an AJ Styles, Tommaso Ciampa. That should be really uh, good. Program, which should be really good. And I, I honestly do hope that this is the last time Champa is seen with Miz. Um, yeah, I, I th- this the matches there are going to be God. Oh yeah, damn give them it. twenty minutes and they're they're gonna be God damn it phenomenal, phenomenal. phenomenal. Um, uh, then then Logan Paul hits a phenomenal form of his own. Miz kicks out of that, rolls the floor us when Logan clears off the announce table, hits that frog splash off the top rope to the announce table. Uh, he puts Miz in the ring, covers. Maurice distracts the ref, mm-hmm. so Logan goes over and is like, hey. Stop distracting the ref. Miz, who came to the ring and like, he was making fun of Logan's framed uh, uh, Pokemon yeah. card. And I don't know the yeah. card the Miz had, but he gets that and he takes a swing at Logan with it. Logan ducks, and Maurice is right behind Logan. So Miz almost hits Maurice with it. He stops. Logan hits Miz with a skull crushing finale to get the W. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was good stuff. I love they replayed that picture perfect frog splash picture perfect several mm-hmm. times several angles and every time it got more impressive it really did uh this was pretty funny stuff maximum male models did a photo shoot uh Masse is parched Mansoor, uh mansois sorry is thirsty and maxine says they need water and then somebody hands them some pure life water and uh and it's just them like just water everywhere so there some i mean some of it is them drinking it but most of it is just them splashing it all over themselves mm-hmm. there's like a beach ball that entered the frame at one at one point and uh max uh, dupree says that pure life water is our official water max male models mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. after that u.s title bout theory taking on bobby lashley uh before the bell starts the uh, theory this blast I say before the bell starts, before the bell rings. Before Theory the morning, yeah. blasts Lashley with the briefcase a few times while Lashley's posing in the corner, kind of at the, the, the end of his entrance there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the ref's like, are you all right? You good to go? And Lashley says, yes, yeah, so the bell rings. Uh, the finish of this was a lot of fun. So uh, Theory runs into a flatliner, and then they're trading some strikes. Theory hits a back elbow. Lashley responds with a power slam. He's looking for a spear. Theory leapfrogs it. He's looking for a rolling uh, drop kick. Theory, or sorry, uh, Lashley catches him and press, presses him up like he's going to press slam him. Yeah. Theory escapes that, but Lashley locks on the hurt lock right there, uh, yeah. and Theory taps pretty quickly. Another loss for Theory. So 
uh, you know, my theory being uh, that it's just going to be uh, dude needs to figure it out because at no point did he ever come off as a threat in any way, shape, or form no, no. Uh, to anybody tonight. Nope. And uh, and again, I, I firmly believe, I think Triple H sees a lot in theory, um, and I think that we are going to get a story with theory. He's got, what, a little bit less than a year, depending on when they do Money in the Bank uh, next year, mm-hmm. to, to tell that story and for him to cash in. Um, and I think that if they really put their effort into it, they can make theory into a guy who can successfully cash mm-hmm. in probably on Cody after he wins it from Roman Reigns. Entirely who false. I have no idea what they're going to do, um, but uh, but it's going to be interesting to see. And I'm, I'm really interested to see what they do with theory going forward. I think we might get some clues for that tomorrow night. Yeah, I think so, too. I'm sorry. Uh, I keep on saying tomorrow. It's Saturday. It's Monday. Yeah, night. it is Saturday. Wow. Uh, then we got Judgment Day versus Mysterios. No Dom heel turn here, but we did see Red Edge. We saw uh, Red Edge, Re Edge, Reg, you know, whatever you want to call him. I I call him Red Edge. I think that's good. We had Blue Edge, now we have Red Edge. Yeah. We had Blue Edge, we had Purple Edge, and then we had uh, Red Edge. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, He's making his way around the color wheel. He is, yeah. So (laughs) next will be Orange. Orange Edge. Yeah, Orange, Orange Edge, yeah. Orange, Orange. Yeah, that's And then it would be Yellow. Yeah. And then it would be Volt. If he makes a stop between yellow and green, I think. Yeah, right? and then green, then back to blue. <laughs> Sorry. Anyways, uh, this was a bit of a plotting match. Now, number one, the the positives are Triple H. I think Triple H really likes this. Well, number one, he loves Finn Balor. With I think he likes Damian Priest. He loves Rhea Ripley. Mm-hmm. I think he's gonna. I think he's gonna do some cool stuff with them by evidence of their intro. Yeah. Like they had a big uh, metal looking. They're just super metal. Yeah, and that's Triple H's thing. That's oh, yeah. a metal oh, yeah. Reaper guy. Yeah, sort of as their render, know, the yeah. C, as their CG thing, um, and they come out. They take the slow route, get into the ring. Mysterios were branded with, I think, Slim Jim or McDonald's or something. Yeah, um, and uh, but yeah, after after a couple really fast paced stellar matches, this one slowed things down a little bit. Well, the issue with this too is that it was a no DQ match, and that really didn't come into play like till I don't know two thirds of the way in. Mm-hmm, when yeah. Finn brings a chair in the ring, mm-hmm. um, but at the end, Priest hits Ray with a choke slam. Looks like Judgment Day has the advantage. Lights go down, and there is some stairs on the ramp. Um, they light on fire. There's fire everywhere, and then Red Edge pops out from the staircase thing, and so he walks down. Uh, uh, Priest meets him on the ramp. He boots Priest. He gets to the ring, spears Finn. Priest gets back in the ring. Edge spears him too, and then hits a drop toe hold on Finn, so the Mysterios can hit double six one nine on Finn, and then Ray falls with the springboard splash to get the win. So a correction here, I've been corrected. Victoria Beer is what actually sponsored Ray. He oh, had logos. Oh, okay. So thank you very much for that chat. I appreciate it. Um, yeah, you're right. The DQ stuff didn't really come into play. All right, I was even I was underwhelmed by Red Edge because the promos were really cool. And I thought it was going to be something, I don't know, not as corny as that. Like, I don't know. On one hand, yeah. I was like, oh, it's cool. It's kind of like Wolfpack Edge. But at the same time, like, he didn't look as, like, his his his, his attire was, like, kind of a step down, I think. You I know, because so much of those those video packages were highlighting the feuds of his career, you know? And he yeah, was like, okay, yeah, this yeah. is, 
Reflective edge. No country for old man edge. Yeah, something like that. Or, or, or I don't know. It just seems like that was historian. A, yeah, or archivist. You know, Archiv- archivist. Um, <laughs> that they would they were going to use that as inspiration for something. I don't know what it'd be, yeah. but something in this next iteration of of Edge. But it just seems like Edge just wanted to 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 wear some new stuff, and we got no sense of reflective edge. Yeah, during his re debut. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wonder if, and also there is sort of the the thing where the the entrance for the stadium was goofy. Like it was basically kind of like a dugout. They know? always do the 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 at these a lot of times these stadium shows they have, and on these stadium show shows now, I wonder if it's just because they want to sell as many tickets as possible. They have these little trons. They don't have the huge yeah. tron anymore, the huge right, stage yeah. or whatever, except for Mania, mm-hmm. and so they have the the ramps. That aren't a straight line down the ring. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, I don't know, a, a, a 100 degree, nah, probably like 110, 120 degree angle where you walk and then you have to turn to get down to the ring. And it's just kind of yeah. clunky. It, it is. Um, and I, maybe on uh, Raw, it'll be better for Edge. But I didn't get a sense that he was, you know, a uh, uh, museum tour guide of Edge, Edge. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. But uh, but yeah, maybe we'll get a better sense of it tomorrow. I just sort of seem like you know, b- fully realized brood edge, perhaps. I don't know. I was they didn't need to bring Gangrel, who still looks cool. the exact same. Yeah, he as does he did back then. Uh, so, anyways, uh, did we mention the finish here? Yeah, yeah I got, I got the yeah, finish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, after that, we had Happy Corbin versus Pat McAfee. This is awesome because Pat McAfee got a whole choir singing "Bumass Corbin." It was quite the entrance. He's got yeah. his own theme now, which is kind of cool. He was he did Seven Nation Army before, uh, and his Tron is uh, is infinite. Pat yeah, McAfee. countless countless Pat McAfee's. Just a sea of McAfee. Endless endless a Pat Ma- McAfee. Pat McAfee. Anyways, good. Uh, good. yeah, it was good. Yeah, that's Boy, a good we're pun. Awfully punny today, aren't we? Yeah, aren't we? Anyway, pa- I like the polished one. That was good. Oh yeah, got a got a couple boos in chat for that one. Oh, that's fine. Yeah, <laughs> that's fine. You're good with that. Yeah. Anyways, not going to entertain everybody. Yeah. So, uh, Pat McAfee loves doing um, like top rope moves, mm-hmm. and they always seem uh, precarious at best. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that sort of came into play in this match. Uh, but that you know, swanton. In, <laughs> the swanton. Yeah, he was like, whoa! Yeah, it was like a uh, 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 Butch and uh, Joe Coffee during that one match. Thing. Yes, where they had to try to do the finish three times. Yeah, right. Um, and then he tried to do that superplex spot. And even that, uh, uh, he like tried to jump on the top rope and seemed like he was a little bit off there. And it was a little awkward getting to position for the superplex. They hit the superplex and all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, his uh, days as a punter came into uh, effect here towards the finish. So Pat is able to get out of, uh, after he hits a swanton to the floor, he's able to escape an end of days. And he accidentally pushes Corbin into little Nate. As Little Nature's distracted from that, uh, Pat loads up his foot, kicks Baron in the nuts, and then hits, again, kind of a clunky code red uh, off the so- second rope uh, to get the win there. You know what, man? I give I, I like to give effort points, though. Oh, totally. So I give Pat McAfee total effort points. It's not his full-time job. No. Uh, he wasn't maybe as smooth as Logan Paul, but he wasn't maybe as polished. But uh, I thought I thought this was a fairly entertaining match. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, Pat McAfee gets the win here. Uh, so I, I like Pat McAfee feuds. I do, too. I do, too. You know, every, four times a year, maybe, we'll get this. Uh, Mr. Dope here says Pat was gassed. He gets a pass. I find that a, 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 a plausible explanation. Yeah. 
Yeah, pass, pa yeah. Not plausible, plausible. Plausible, plausible. Let's move on. After that, Drew McIntyre comes down in uh, some casual attire. He says, oh, I love Nashville. I love it so much that I moved here. Really? He moved. He lives in Nashville? Yeah, I think he lives in Nashville. Wow, that's awesome. I was trying to hear uh, what his promo was saying, but I thought that's what he said. I thought I have read oh. that, that he, he lives in, in Nashville now. Cool. Uh, so he puts over his match with Sheamus, the Donnybrook, uh, says it was worth it because uh, he, uh, he has a shot. His shot, not opportunity, his shot at the Undisputed Universal title. He says the main event tonight is going to be a battle, and I'm going to beat the winner's ass and take those titles. He didn't say belts. He said titles. Um so uh, yeah, he was you know he was just here to hey everybody I'm Drew McIntyre. Hopefully you have a good show. Exactly, exactly. Uh, then we got Street Profits versus Usos. Of course, Double J, ain't he great? Was a special guest referee. Uh, fun match. I kind of I think I in terms of the actual match I think their the Money at the Bank match uh, was was better. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. Even even though the finish was a little wonky. Um, this is still a really fun match, uh, but man, that Money in the Bank match, that was twists and turns and mm -hmm. woo, fantastic. Yeah. This was solid. Yeah. Uh, this was, no, this was, re this was really, really good. We didn't this see, really good. we didn't see Double J hit anybody with the stroke, nor do we see uh, anybody take a guitar shot. So yeah, you're disappointed by that. I still maintain that he wouldn't been able to find a guitar on. I'm telling you, this is Nashville. Nashville. Right. Yeah. I'm, no, there's, I there's, if, if there's at least 10. Silver guitars uh -huh. with slap nuts written on it in Nashville. Mark my words. It's Music City, I'm, man. Yeah, I'd be kind of. I doubt. I kind of doubt that. The silver painting is maybe a slap nut. Oh, guarantee you. There's, there's, there's at least two dozen silver guitars in Nashville. Two, oh, two dozen now. <laughs> at least silver guitars, yes. But slap nuts, yeah, ten might be a little bit, a little high, but yeah. Plus, if there are any friendos out in Nashville, I'd like to put this to the test. Maybe walk around the town, ask if anybody has slap nuts guitar. There you go. Uh, anyways, no, this is this is a fucking solid match. Man. It was and, it and was good. A lot of the story here is just fucking Montez leading to he's going to turn on Dawkins, man. This dude is not happy with the shit that's going down. Double J was a bit of a slow count. Yeah, he was. <laughs> <laughs> and Tez was not happy about this. That came into play. What was the because uh, they hit their they hit their finish? Uh, combo yeah, here. yeah. Dawkins hits a spine buster on Jay, and then Ford follows with the, fr the frog splash. But I mean, Ford was slow to make the cover. Mm -hmm. He you was. Know? He, you know, he was. Yeah, he did the, the splash, and he did the recovery from the splash. Yeah. yeah, and then got back on, and and but Double J, yeah, it was a whoopa, whoopa, and no, just two, just two. Yeah, and then Ford was not happy, not mm -hmm. happy, not happy. Well, I mean, look, the, 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 here's the thing, though. This does play into our assertion that bad refereeing cannot be solved by even more inexperienced referees. Yeah, you're going to get more ineptitude with referees that don't do that for a living. Yeah. Right, exactly. Especially when Double J has on his mind right now his big Mitch against Ric Flair and I Andrade. I know. Tomorrow. Yep. At, uh, at the StarCast, the Ric Flair's last match.com. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so then Ford's looking for a suicide dive on the Usos. Instead, he uh, uh, gets super kicks from both Jimmy and Jay, and then the Usos dump him over the barricade. They hit Dawkins with a bunch of super kicks, hit the one and done to get the win. Ford's just so close to get in the ring yeah. to make the save, and afterwards, as the Usos are walking up the ramp, the Street Profits are just sitting in the ring, and Ford is just... 
you can tell he's had it. Emotionally, he broke up tonight. Mm-hmm. Emotionally, he is done. He is completely and totally done. I'm excited to see that, man. I know. Because for, for too long, I think I feel like the Street Profits have been a bit one-dimensional. Um, they haven't been given a lot to do, not a lot of you know complexity there. Mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to this story, man. I think we're going to get some of that. Yeah, I hope so. I hope so. Because they're both really talented dudes. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, after that, we had uh, Riddle came in through the crowd. He wasn't medically cleared to be there, and security started surrounding the ring. So he gets in there. He's got he grabs a mic from commentary, uh, and he's like, "I'm not cleared to compete," and he's got to stop this shit. But he said, "But Randy once told me not to take crap from anybody," and he calls out Seth Rollins, creamsicle Seth Rollins. Oh man, uh, laughing Seth outfit. Rollins, laughing Seth Rollins. Thank you. Walks down the ramp. Special guest star on the Monkees, Seth Rollins. There you go. Walks down the ramp. Hey, hey, Seth He's Rollins. He's going to sing a song penned by Neil Diamond. <laughs> there you go. Hey, those are good songs. <laughs> they are great uh, songs. So Seth walks down the ramp. The producers and refs try to stomp him, but the CrossFit Jesus just starts sprinting. And, of course, <laughs> see Adam Pierce behind him. <laughs> I know. <laughs> this long-ass ramp they got. Uh, so Riddle sprints up the ramp. They brawl. Spills into the ring. Seth stomps Riddle's dumbass. And then he's escorted backstage as trainers help Riddle up. If you're going to come out there and initiate some shit, Riddle, you better make sure you get on the, on, on the, the, the top end of that, man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Especially when he had the high ground. He had the high ground. That was the point, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, then we got Ronda Rousey versus Liv Morgan. I know we were critical of it at the beginning. I don't make it seem like it's a bad match. I just didn't feel like the story benefited Liv a whole lot. In a vacuum, I think you're right. I think long term, this might be the starting yeah, point of something. Entirely we'll possible. See it. And I, but you're absolutely that. right. Yeah. I understand yeah. that. Like you could give yeah. us. I just felt like give us a little bit more of a glimpse mm-hmm. of what Liv can do. Just a little bit more, like twenty mm-hmm. percent more. Anyways, twenty percent. Like uh, Ronda has a really fast start. She's looking for Piper's pit. Liv escapes that. Hits a code breaker. Looks for her finisher. Ronda blocks that. Just chucks Liv to the the mat. She's looking for the arm bar. Liv escapes that. Ronda's looking for it again. Liv uh, reverses that to a rings of Saturn. Uh, Ronda pa- uh, powers up, and Liv just hits a cruci- Liv hits a crucifix bomb, gets a two count there, and then Ronda locks on an arm bar. Liv makes her way to the bottom rope. Ronda puts it on again. Liv makes her way to the bottom rope yet again. So the trainers they they're checking on Liv. Um, Liv's like, no, nope, good to go. So then Ronda puts on the arm bar. And she has it, and she's on her back, and Liv stands up, kind of. Mm-hmm. And so when she stands up, Ronda's shoulders are, are on the mat. So the rest mm-hmm. counting the pin, and as he's counting the pin, Liv taps. Mm-hmm, yeah. But the ref doesn't see it because he's counting the pinfall. Um, so Liv wins, and Ronda's mad, and so she she throws, she does like a judo throw to Liv, armbar again. She flings the ref to the mat, armbar for him. And then Jamie Noble and Davari come to the ring, and then she's like, "All right, I'm done." But we get heel Ronda yeah. now, so yeah, yeah. But no, I am. I'm, the more we talk about it, the more we think about it, the more I am sort of just interested. Okay, how can they live? Live's going to be very interesting. How can they build her to that point? How can they get her to be the person who doesn't get thrown all over the ring? Because man, she's like basically starting from scratch here. Like she it, was getting tossed everywhere. Like here's the thing. Like if she's getting like if Ronda's dominating the first half of the match and instead of Ronda blocking the finish, if she gets it, but Liv is just too beat up to make the cover, th- yeah. there's your glimpse. Oh, Liv had a chance there. 
Yeah. She was just too beat up and she's slow yeah. to make the cover. She finally gets there. Rhonda kicks out because she's slow to make the cover. Yeah. Then, then, then I think that would, for me, that would have been better. Maybe they want to hurt anybody kicking out of her finish. I don't know. Um, yeah. But I you like know, we need a little bit more, a little bit more of a glimpse of, Oh, maybe Liv has a chance here. What I hope they do is look at Bianca Belair mm-hmm. because over the past, however many years she's been in NXT and she came up, my God, talk about telling even under Vince, under Vince. And I don't I never know if this is the wrestlers doing that, because like when she's been in programs with like Sasha, they will reference earlier stuff in Bianca's career mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. where she will learn wrestle like how to counter certain things yeah. that she uh, that got the best of her earlier in her career. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You can go back and look at all these things going back yep. for, to NXT when she yep. loses her cool in a match against I forget who. And then uh, she keeps it together with Shayna. Yeah, thank you. And then she keeps together in the same situation against, I think, Sasha at WrestleMania. Yep. And Becky, the same thing. SummerSlam would happen last year versus Mm -hmm. the the, the entire subsequent year. Um, And there's more examples of that with Bianca. And I hope they do something like that with Liv where they think long term. Okay, you got tossed around like a rag doll. You had no answer for Ronda. So let's get her in a program with like Shayna or somebody like that. Um, not Shana, because I want Shana to be a dominant, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, but somebody yeah. else, like uh, Sony Deville, who also has an MMA background. Yeah. Where she learns how to counter that stuff, and we can see it if we're paying attention to the matches. Yeah. And also, with uh, Ronda attacking the ref, they're probably going to, she's probably going to be suspended indefinitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we probably won't um, see her on TV for a little bit. Yeah, well, ex- yeah exactly. Uh, now, there's two things that uh, I didn't notice in your notes. But people are going to ask us why we didn't mention it. Number one, Mayor Glenn Jacobs getting booed. Oh, I actually didn't see that. I went to I went I went and got my water refilled, so I'd missed it. So I can't say anything about it. So uh, Mayor Glenn Jacobs comes out and he uh, uh, he tells us what the attendance was, what the made up attendance figure was. Um, and then there was uh, Kid Rock was shown, and uh, he just started sucking face with with his girl, I guess. And it's just it's just off putting because he's off putting. So, so yeah, that's that's all I'm gonna say. That's all I'm gonna say about that next match. All right, main event time: Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar. So of course Roman uh, tells the crowd to acknowledge him, and then Brock drives a tractor to the ring. And this tractor uh, played a huge part in this particular bout because mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. Brock drives it to the ring. He lifts the lift up, climbs up inside of it, and as the match begins, he hits a jumping Luthez press on the Reigns. Um, <laughs> yeah, that was, that was fucking nuts, man. That was. They beat was the nuts. shit out of each other. Mm-hmm. There were some spots here. Holy shit. Like when the, there's that table spot where there's like a half piece of table that Brock threw Roman into, and Roman just grabs his elbow and just rolls over. Yeah. Some of that was selling, I'm sure. Some of that, it probably really hurt. Man, the, Brock especially. I mean, it was... It was fairly one-sided. <laughs> like For the Brock first half especially, yeah. Beating the shit out of Roman. Like, he did a couple overheads that looked like Roman damn near landed yeah. on his head. He did that to Jay later on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, later on, Brock puts Roman in the, the lift of the tractor, dumps him into the ring. Um, let's see here. So, Brock hit a bunch of suplexes in F5. Roman barely beats the t- 10 count. Um, so, then Brock gets back in the tractor and he, he, he lowers the lift and starts kind of driving towards the ring. And at first, he's just pushing the ring. Mm-hmm. 
and then he finally gets under it and lifts it up. And Roman's in the ring at the yeah. time, so he tumbles to the floor. Yeah. And so uh, Roman beat, uh, beats that 10 count. So Brock goes over, clears off the announce table. And then the Usos come to ringside to attack Brock. He takes them out with suplexes. Heyman goes over to Brock and puts the belts on him. Says, you can have the belts. Just leave Roman alone. Just leave him alone. You win. Brock wins. Just leave him alone. Uh, yeah, he gets an F5. Heyman does through the announce table. Uh, Roman hits Brock with a spear. And they're both laid out. Uh, they both beat the 10 count. And then... Roman collapses, so that's when Theory runs down to ringside, and he hits Roman with the briefcase. Rather than hitting Brock with the briefcase, too, he turns to the ref, tries to cash in. Brock F5s him on the briefcase. Uh, Brock gets up. He eats a pair of super kicks from the Usos. Brock gets up from that. Roman hits him with a spear. Uh, Brock lands on the belt. Uh, Brock gets up from that. Roman picks up the Money in the Bank briefcase, just beats Brock with it. Mm. Brock gets up from that. Roman hits him with the title. I believe the first one was the, the WWE title. WWE title. Yeah. Brock gets up from that. And then uh, he blasts him with the Universal title. And he says, go away. You don't belong here anymore. And then him and the Usos just cover him with a bunch of stuff. Pieces of announced table, office chair, ring steps, a monitor. Just all now sorts in- of stuff. Yeah. An interesting change here, too, to the rules, seemingly, is usually the action has to settle before the ref starts mm-hmm. counting. At this point, maybe the ref just had discretion to start counting because he was like, this is just going to get worse before it gets better. So he was counting while they were chucking stuff on yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the last thing that they put on Roman, I'm sorry, on Brock, was Roman. Yeah, he stood he on top of the pile of, gar- of, of Flotsam and Brock yeah. and, uh, and, and, and dominated him there. So, uh, so yeah, he wins. And uh, and it was it was pretty nuts. Apparently, some people on Twitter had said that uh, I didn't check Twitter or nothing to, to verify this. But apparently, Brock uh, stayed around a little while. But so I, I read that he sat in the ring. But I don't know how that's yeah. possible. Yeah. So I don't know what happened. Unless they lowered he lowered the tractor first. I don't know. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. Um, so, uh, anyways, that's it. That's our SummerSlam 2022 yeah. review. Please let us know what you guys think. In the comments below, if you're watching us on YouTube, if you're listening to us in the audio realm, do us a huge favor. Leave us a rating, review, and a comment. It really goes a long way mm-hmm. towards helping Going In Raw remain the number one, according to Chartable, at, at, at the last hour anyways, because they change these things depending on oh, yeah, the fluctuations of numbers and stuff. Yeah. But uh, at a certain point today and yesterday, we were the number one fan-based podcast. You know, you got like Nash and Cornette. All the wrestlers and, uh, and people and connected Bischoff, with the industry, yeah. All the industry names, and we had finally notched two notches above uh, our friendos over at What Culture, and uh, and yeah, it's pretty cool to see our name up there. So uh, so yeah, leave us a rating, review, a comment. It really does help the show and uh, and get more exposure. And uh, thanks for watching. We appreciate it. Till next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Stone Cold Steve Austin impersonator Phil McDonald here to tell you to go support Going In Raw and Friendo Club at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. They got bonus episodes, ad-free audio, a weekly newsletter rounding up the weekend wrestling news, and a bunch more. Patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Go support or get hit with a stunner. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, 
it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.